This was an amazing accomplishment because this was a this was the baby of Marvel editor Mark Gruenwald, who you might know as like a Captain America writer or the guy who did Squadron Supreme. And yep. um, I think back on the creation of the official Marvel handbook, which was their real attempt to make an encyclopedia of basically every Marvel character they could fit into it, every location, every piece of like technology or uh, every superhero team. And you get things like, oh, it's the X-Men. And there's this page that has a written history of the X-Men at that point. And then these little, this grid with all these little headshots of all the various X-Men in the order they became X-Men. And it tells you what issue they joined the X-Men. And it's super fucking exciting because you're just like, oh, my God, there were only this many X-Men in 1983. And I imagine there'd be like 12 pages of this now with just headshots. But um, it's it's wonderful. Also, things that I forgot were continuity in the past. Like I was like, oh, okay. there's also at the end of it, the Book of the Dead, which as a kid. Oh, my God. That was fascinating. Oh, my God. Characters have died in Marvel. And I remember, um, I think the 89 update was the first one I ever read. And there was an article on Norman Osborn, who miraculously was still dead in 1989. He died in the 70s in in exactly the way that he died in the first Spider-Man movie, getting speared by his own goblin glider. And that image was in there of him getting, it's a for a, a Bronze Age Marvel comic book, Norman Osborn's original death is still shockingly, uh, without having any blood showing, remarkably brutal. Yeah, it really is. Not only does it, (laughs) it pins him against a wall and he's like still held up by it and the thing's still shooting smoke out of the back of the glider like it's pinning him there and I'm just like, Jesus Christ. And I remember seeing that as a small kid going, oh my God, that's a bad way to die. And (laughs) I was looking it up because I wanted to see if the original Human Torch was considered dead yet at that point. And I forgot that he was the vision at that point in continuity that yeah, at one point they yeah. decided that the the vision was rebuilt from uh, the human torch. And I was like, yep. Oh my God, I forgot about that. And I think he had the brainwaves of wonder man. <laughs> I think <laughs> you're right. Yeah. I think, I think that you're right. This is really weird because so I was talking about this with Tobiah the other day, uh, who uh, I think regular listeners will recognize from this, this program. Um, it would have been really cool is instead uh, I would have preferred if in Captain America the first Avengers they had had more and they couldn't do this because of the licensing but it would have been super cool if there had been references to the invaders which was Captain America the original Human Torch and Namor but Mm -hmm. the Human Torch and Namor both I think belong to the Fantastic Four license which Disney did not have at the time or at least the film rights for them. So, but um, yeah, we were talking about that because of WandaVision and like all this really weird continuity where like, oh, there was an original Human Torch and he became the Vision for a while. And he did have, I I do think you're right. I think he did have Wonder Man's brainwave, whatever the hell that means. And just how funky a lot of that stuff gets, especially... I think the 80s were the last time where everything outside the X-Men was at least had some kind of continuity. And then you get into the 90s and everything just goes insane. 